The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Join with our hosts. We got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Been a, a long week off here. Good good uh, celebration for me. So I'm looking forward to get to these uh, Western Conference, Eastern Conference finals. Well, I had a, a hell of a day on Sunday, so uh, bear with me as I, I, I rant about it. Um <laughs> Well, first of all, I woke up at like fucking three in the morning because I passed out before the uh, end of the Canes Rangers game on Saturday because I was uh, getting drunk watching Liverpool shit the bed against Real Madrid. So that that was bad. So I, I passed out early, woke up at three in the morning on Sunday, uh, wait a couple hours, make some bets in on the uh, on the old uh, world championship game over there in Finland. And uh, but first there was a. The F1 race in Monaco, classic race. Uh, I, I had Charles Leclerc minus one fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh, don't laugh. Uh, he wins the qualifying as I expected, so he, he goes up like minus two fifty. You know, it's a it's a tight race. There's not a lot of overtaking, and uh, it's a great track for Ferrari. But uh, fucking Ferrari, those freaking idiot Italians. They pit twice. They're trying to get the right tires for the the wet course, and they. They 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 box him in like they want to get him to go in, but then they change their minds. But he already committed no, to it, box. so no stay yeah. out, no stay yeah. out. What the fuck? Yeah, so ah, uh, uh, it was a bad start to my Sunday. But after that, it was all gravy. Because next up, I had the Finns to win the world championship. Uh, I thought that they would do it, you know, in front of the home crowd and all that. Plus, they they served me well earlier in the Olympics, so that got there. Though uh, fucking the Canadians got screwed. Uh, unfortunately for us, their talent, eh? uh, horrible <laughs> penalty on that five on three. Bullshit. Uh, yeah, that, that was brutal. But uh, the refs kind of made up for it at the end there with a uh, blatant interference call, the cross check there on the, the first empty net goal. So the Canadians actually tied it. They were down to 3 1. They tied it with uh, two empty net goals. Uh, yeah, so it gets the 3 3. What are you signing for, Ryan? Yeah, pay attention. Because <laughs> his team fucking gave eight goals to Chechnya. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Got the over there, too. So that, that worked out for me. Uh, but then there's fucking three on three. Overtime, which is total nonsense, total bullshit. Uh, but the Finns win on a on a four and three power play there, so that gets there. And then we go into the golf. Uh, man, I <laughs> Sam Burns, man. You know I bet this Woo! guy, LSU Tiger. Uh, I bet him every freaking tournament except when he was injured. But uh, he was up to like two hundred, three hundred one yesterday on or on on Saturday. Uh, but on Sunday he was like uh, seven back. He shoots five under on Sunday early in the round, and the wind picks up, and all these fucking clowns—they all bail, they all—they all suck. Even Scotty Scheffler, uh, 
there were five guys at minus 10 and Burns was in the clubhouse at minus nine and they all they all bailed. I mean, uh, Scheffler was at minus nine. There was a playoff, but then good old Sammy B is a 35, 40 foot putt. He nailed it. Uh, so that was huge. That was huge. It's been a while since I hit a golf outright. I know you fucking got him talent because you had him on. You always win on golf somehow. Uh, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude. I'm the fucking golf wizard, bro. My, name, my middle name is golf. <laughs> and finally, there's the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. You know, I'm heavy in the Celtics. Uh, I bet three teams back in September. The The Nuggets are like 28 and 33 to 1. Uh, the Warriors 10 to 1. And the Celtics at 40 and 45 to 1. So I've got two of the three teams I bet in the finals. I'm cooking there. I'm uh, hoping for the Celtics, though, because uh, I've got more money on them, obviously. So uh, that was huge there. Uh, they almost choked it away. And uh, but thank God uh, Jimmy Butler thinks he can hit a miracle three there and instead of taking the uh, the easy deuce. Um, so, yeah, that was an awesome Sunday for me. Uh, it was a pretty bad Saturday, but uh, Sunday more than made up for it. So uh, I won't uh, waste any more of your time with my uh, I What do you have for dinner on Sunday? <laughs> I sighed way too early. I, I I just I just right off the jump, it was like it was like a quarter of the way through. If that, should save that. But for real though, what do you have for dinner on Sunday? <laughs> I had uh, some chicken vindaloo. You know, I'm I'm I, in a uh, oh I love vindaloo. Yeah, I'm in a Punjabi neighborhood, so I'm always eating his Eastern yeah. food. Bro, lamb vindaloo roti is so good. We got a little Indian place by our house. It's fucking unreal. Um, yeah. anyways. I had a sick Sunday too, as Joel touched on it. Uh, I, I I had Verstappen to win F one. I, I he's playing off like plus five hundred. I was like, fuck, it, I'll take a game. But I also had Team Red Bull. I think that was paying off like plus two fifty. So I made some good money on that. Uh, Ferrari's uh, Ferrari's dumb. <laughs> that was so bad. Uh, they, they stink. They're dumb. They stink. They smell. They're a bunch of horses. A bunch of Italian horses. Um, <laughs> So that sucked, but it was good for me, I guess. Um, like you, Joel touched on my boy, fucking Sammy Burns, man. I, I, I had Sammy Burns and Scotty Scheffler. I bet four guys that tournament. I had Burns, Scheffler, Hovland, and JT. So either way, going into that playoffs, I was like, fuck, we're laughing here, boys. No worries. So that was a good hit. Um, I was pretty bummed out. I had Canada. I watched that game too. Um, that kind of sucked. Yeah, I was really hoping, you know, they made the comeback. I was like, okay, we're going into overtime here. That's pretty fucking sick. It was a roller coaster. That's not what you said. What you said was. Jeepers fucking creepers, what Je- you said there. In Jeepers Slack. fucking creepers is what I say. Because it was. At first, it was Jeepers creepers when Finland went up after a bullshit fucking five on three. And then Jeepers fucking creepers when Canada came back to tie it. And then it was just fucking Jeepers creepers again when they lost. But that's okay. <laughs> Side note. I, I, I don't know. The, the Finnish prime minister. Did you see this bitch at the game? Yeah, like. To be fair, like she's, I don't know, she's maybe she's in her thirties or something. Like she's, she's a rocket, man. So good for her. But she's sitting there in a Team Finland jersey, and she's just crushing wine, just celebrating. Like that's good to see. That was pretty cool. I thought that was fucking awesome. Yeah, the Finnish prime minister just sitting there, just crushing fucking glasses of wine, watching her team win. That was cool. Uh, I don't know what else happened Sunday night. Uh, I don't even know. Either way, it was a good time. We had a good weekend. Let's get into the show here, gentlemen. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man, for everything going on. Uh, golf, fucking hockey. That's what this show is. Playoffs are kicking ass. NBA's getting to the finals, I think. I got buddies at work. I heard them talking that the finals are coming. Boston versus Golden State. 
That's the thing. Uh, baseball still has 12,000 games to play in the rest of the season. So if you're into baseball, definitely go check that out. Uh, MMA is doing its thing. NASCAR has had a couple sick races. Tons of kick-ass shit at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Go check out the articles, too, and go check out the other shows, man. There's definitely lots of good content there. Um, as well, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group's always popping off. It's been pretty crazy with playoffs. And, you know, hockey's winding down a little bit, but that group is still popping off. And keep an eye out for us in the CFL channel as well. That's uh, that's going to be a lot of fun, Fucking too. Fucking right. Let's Fucking go. Right. guys agree to play the season. There's no lockout. We're good to go. Yeah. Ryan, who's your favorite CFL team? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Who should be my favorite team? Sure for the Argos be, uh, with me, bro. Let's BC go. Lions, bro. Fuck that. You don't want to be at the bitch boy Lions? Come on. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, definitely it. don't want Toronto. Come on. Lions won like what four or five years ago? Why should we hate Toronto? Argos always suck. Yeah, I can't fuck. be a fan of a winning team. That's that's not fun for well, me. Well then you're gonna love Toronto. That's no, cool. <laughs> They're the flyers of the CFL. Ottawa, Ottawa Red Blacks. <laughs> all right. Uh as yeah, of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Slack group. Get your ass in the Slack if you're not in the Slack. Yeah, that intro by uh, Joel there was a good good uh, introduction or example of what the hockey channel Slack is going to be like during the offseason. Just love, just loving it, betting every every sport we can. We bet some KBO the other night, college baseball coming up. So make sure you get in, in the Slack channel. And uh, to bring this back to hockey, it looked like Antiranta just got a uh, knee injury and the Rangers took great. a 3 nothing lead. We're recording this during the second period, so... That's not too great there, but you know what is great? The Hockey Gambling Podcast. And you can tell us how great we are by leaving a five-star rating and review. For Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. And for Spotify, sg.pn slash hockey s. Make sure to get down on the Wins Bet $50 Win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the Win Bet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three or more leg build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. The match is coming to the win, and you can bet on it on WinBet. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers is minus 200, while Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are plus 165. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for one of mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now, you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat feature where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play on their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. 
on your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. All right. That was a pretty long intro, very long-winded. We'll jump into uh, an <laughs> NHL discussion here. We're just going to run through the playoff series as it currently stands. Uh, Colorado beat the shit out of St. Louis uh, in six games. A little bit controversial. Did we talk about this last time we recorded? Did this, was this series over yet or no? No, we recorded a week okay. ago. Okay. So we, we okay. Okay, so... Fucking Vili Huso, or should I say fucking Vinny Huso, lets in a fucking shit goal with four seconds left to cost the Blues the fucking series. You can tell me he played good. Oh, I don't give a shit. No, fuck that. You want to play good, you show up with fucking four seconds left to get your team into overtime. You know who makes that save? Fucking Vili Huso in the regular season. You know who doesn't make that save? Fucking Vinny Huso in the playoffs, all right? Vinny Clouseau, if you will. Fuck this guy. Fuck the Blues. <laughs> so upset. That's a buzzkill. Gentlemen, thoughts? I mean, yeah, this was the series that we thought the Avs would, would kind of have it there. Blues gave him a, a really good scare early on. Taking him to overtime and Bennington just playing playing his ass off, really. But then, then he got hurt and Huso came in and Huso showed he can't really handle that workload, I guess, of, of being the starter in the playoffs, just like we're seeing from Ranta, who let in a, a ton of uh, shit goals in that game six. So, yeah, I mean, this was the Blues' downfall, their goaltending. It was surprising that they, they got past the first round against the Wild, but, I mean, the ads were just the better team, even if the, a lot of the games were closer than they, than they should have been. You want to talk about goaltending? How about Darcy fucking Kemper, man? He sucked. He was the only reason why they have so we're in this series like uh, uh, it should have been over in five. Uh, the, the guy just can't make a clutch save. Uh, he makes some good saves. Okay. In the first and second periods, but a third period just lets in his weak goals like that. Oh man. Uh, I I've never been so invested in a team before, like in my whole life than this freaking Colorado avalanche team, you know, a few years ago with the uh, LSU and that awesome team with Joe Burrow Joe and Burrow, Jamar Chase. Oh yeah. Yes. Justin Jefferson and all those guys, it was it was rough. The, the, like the two weeks leading into the national championship game, that was rough. But NHL playoffs is something else because you actually lose games and you're still in it. So you have to you have to suffer the, that uh, 48 hour window after your team loses. And after they lost that game, when they were up three to nothing and they blow it, even after McKinnon scores an awesome goal to go up four to three with two minutes left, and they still blow it and lose in overtime, another weak Kemper goal. Uh, I thought the series was done there. I thought that this team choked it away. Like I make the fun of the Leafs all the time for doing. I thought that that's what was happening here. So I, I bet a little bit of St. Louis there as a kind of an emotional hedge. Uh, but it turns out that they, they, they still pulled through a gritty game from the boys. Uh, not a great game from Kemper either there in game six, but Darren Helm of all people, man, uh, Red Wings legend gets a ton for Colorado <laughs> there. Five seconds left. That that's pure poetry. I love to see it. Uh, and that gets more confidence going forward because you need to win those games to win the cup, and uh, that should give them more confidence going forward. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a war with St. Louis there. Uh, they did what they needed to do, but uh, the better team won in the end. Uh, even if we had a much worse goalie, it doesn't matter if it was Bennington or Huso, we had the worst goalie in the series. <laughs> All right, speaking of two goalies with shit playoff performances, we're going to move down to the Edmonton Calgary series. 
Uh, Edmonton beat the absolute wheels off Calgary in five in the Battle of Alberta. Uh, boys, I don't think any of us saw this coming. Markstrom was kind of abysmal. Truth be told, that top line for Calgary didn't do much, you know, with Kachuk, Lindholm, and Goudreau. That was a little bit of a flop there. And uh, the best player in the world proved to everybody why he's the best player in the world. Uh, Edmonton finished up in five. McDavid lit the fucking lamp. Uh, a couple key stories of Andrew Kane. I think he's still leading the playoffs in goals. He's had a hell of a fucking run so far. And even though Dry Sidles playing on fucking half a limb, this guy, this guy's like a fucking blown up Panzer tank, just fucking out there, but still just fucking firing off. The guy's Both lit as a tit. Yeah, that's it. He's fucking sick. He, he's absolutely sick. He's got the will of the warrior. Uh, Edmonton beats Calgary in five. Boys, what do we think here? Yeah, I mean, you said the the top line there of the Flames didn't really do much. You had the Kachuk Catrick in Game One, then he he disappeared. Only had an assist in Game Two, and nothing after that. Gaudreau potentially his last game as a Flame as he uh, comes comes home to Philly this off season. Yeah, Edmonton, we 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 picked them to lose in the first round. I did talent, or one of you guys did. I did they, too. They, they they took it to seven uh, against the Kings. They came back. They they got it done, and they surprisingly beat the flames in five everyone's saying you know it could be this should definitely go seven at least six has to be a battle of alberta you know after after game one calgary took it what nine six that was and this game two was three nothing something like that and oilers just completely took it to him the rest of the series and it's it's going to be interesting to see what uh mcdavid can do against a, a deeper team like the avalanche but mcdavid and dry have been amazing kane's been a good complimentary piece there zach hyman and, man Zach Hyman's been good too. Yeah. So this Fuck is, yeah. it's just the Oilers are, are showing off their offense here. It's just a matter of, uh, and Mike Smith too. He outplayed Jacob Markham somehow. He, he's <laughs> playing well in the playoffs. So he'll have to keep that up against the Avalanche. I was both right and wrong in this series. Uh, I was right in the fact that the, the Calgary top line are a bunch of chokers. I've saying all, all, all the time. Uh, they, they were good in the first couple games, I guess. Uh, uh, but Gaudreau and Kachuk, they just totally bailed uh, the last few games there. They don't have it. Uh, I saw it when they played the Avalanche a few years ago, and it's the same thing now. They don't have it, even with Daryl Sutter at the helm. Uh, they're just not clutch players. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't make any money off it, though, because I thought that Dry Settle's fucked. But uh, that's what I get for underestimating the German giant there. Uh, it doesn't matter if he's playing on one leg. Because he's so smart. He reads the game. He plays in that space. He gets the open ice. And he makes that sick pass all the time. And he gets the forechecking done, even with his uh, his injury. So, yeah, uh, I didn't think that it would be over in five. But I did think that the Oilers would win, especially if Drysdale were healthy. I, 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 I was the one that took the Stars in the first round against the Flames. And uh, they were one OT away from uh, winning that one. So, uh, yeah, the Flames are a bunch of frauds. Uh, I regret betting them nine to one to win the West, but uh, obviously got some value there at the end. But uh, yeah, there's just a bunch of fraud. Mark is just brutal. Holy I guess fuck! That's that's kind of a uh, justice, though. You know, like he was committed to Edmonton, but at that last moment, the Flames sneak him in there. Uh, I don't know what they did. They convinced him to go to Calgary instead of Edmonton, and uh, but he he gets punished in the end for it. Uh, he was he was brutal there for much of the series. So, yeah, Oilers are a great team. McDavid, he's, he's really clicking in now. And uh, Vanna Kane, he's finishing it off. He's like the uh, the Kunitz to the Crosby line back in the day, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, he's just in the right spot at the right time. So the Oilers look like uh, a very good team. So we'll see what happens in the next round. 
Uh, yeah, I, I went out for ramen on Saturday and it was really spicy and I was shitting my pants all fucking Saturday night. But the multiple shits that I took combined together would have had a better chance of being a better goalie than Jacob Markstrom was in this series. He was fucking god awful. I don't know. The guy just made mistakes and you don't expect that from him. So that really kind of put Calgary at a, uh, at a bit of a, a detriment. I don't know if that's the proper phrasing, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, they sucked. They sucked. They, they didn't have offense, didn't have defense, didn't have goaltending. So you lose. That's as simple as that. It's playoffs. Uh, fuck you. You suck. Um, all right. We're moving down here. New York Rangers, Carolina Hurricanes. The uh, series is going into game seven as we speak. It's currently three nothing for New York. What is it? Heading into the third period now, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It looks like Carolina's on the ropes, man. Like they're they're they might be fucked here. And I I got to be honest, with you, this is another shocker. I really had New York moving on in this series. Yeah, I think in this one, I mentioned it before. Antiranta was just horrible in Game Six. Uh, here in Game Seven, looks like he had a knee injury, so he was taken out. And uh, Kachekov gave up a goal. I think on the first shot he faced. So Rangers went up three nothing. I mean, it's just the Rangers battling back again in this series, which is kind of incredible you know the first round we said the penguins completely outplayed him just looked like he was a bit shaky and then he he really settled in here so he has a shutout going into the third period he's been the better goalie in the series throughout he's been one of the best goalies in the playoffs so if the rangers get this done it's going to be interesting to see how he faces off against vasilevsky yeah if the rangers seal this off uh this is definitely the series i got uh the most wrong uh, it's a shame because of going back to the other series, the the Oilers and Dry Settle. I should have won money on that, but all I got was fucking McDavid to beat Goudreau in points, which was the easiest money at minus one ten. Um, and then the the Lightning against the Panthers. I thought that the Panthers would win game one or at least game two, so I can come in on the Lightning, and then that didn't happen. So I, I didn't get anything off of that prediction either. So, uh, that, but for this one, I, I did what I was heavy on Kings here for uh, futures and in the series, so that's going to be an unfortunate loss uh, unless the Kings can have a miracle comeback here in the third period. But credit to the Rangers, or more importantly, to their goaltender Igor Shesterkin, who uh, is playing much better this series than he did against the Penguins, where he let in a bunch of weak goals. But uh, yeah, the Rangers capitalized on their chances. Credit to them, uh, Kings are the better team, but it doesn't matter if you let in the weak goal and then you can't uh, finish your own chances. So, uh, yeah, the Rangers should be fodder for the Lightning, but uh, we'll see as we uh, predict that at some point. All right, that pretty much covers everything we got written down on the sheet. Uh, A couple small things I might throw at you guys, catch you off guard here. Uh, Some news came out here. Boys, Jason Spatza hangs up the skates. You couldn't resist. He call I could. He called it a career. I call. If you don't like Jason Spezza, you have no heart. Uh, excellent player. He had an excellent career. Unfortunately, wasn't able to get the Stanley Cup that he so deserved. But still, uh, very fantastic player. You know, he represented the Sens for I think eleven years. He had a bit of a run in Dallas as well. Uh, and all things considered, played pretty well for Toronto the past couple of years. So uh, poor went out for a boy, Jason Spezza. Uh, I don't know if you guys anything have anything to say about that, but he was a great player nonetheless. Classy move by him to wait for an off day to announce his retirement. But like that, that's all I got to say about Jason's bets. I don't really care one way or the other. It's fair. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's that's fair. He was a uh, he was supposed to be like Crosby back in the day. So he he underperformed based on his whole career. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, he did the right thing, uh, 
you know, taking less money to try to win the Leafs. Maybe that's not the right thing for his uh, his legacy, but uh, the right thing so far as taking less money to try to win a cup. Uh, he might have just chose a better team there. But, uh, yeah, yeah you. Not, eh. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be a Hall of Famer, but he should have been based on his talent. He just uh, – he never really applied himself in the in the gym for much of his career till the end. You know, it, it's like uh, he thought that he would win. I, I don't know, or, or he just had other priorities early in his career, and then later on he uh, realized, wait, I got to win a fucking cup, <laughs> and then tried to do everything <laughs> at the end of it. Uh, but it wasn't enough, and uh, unfortunately, the stars fell short and the Leafs fell short. And he actually left the Sens the year after, or the year before they went to the cup finals which is pretty crazy too so just bad timing for him uh, eastern conference finals right? yeah, yeah eastern conference finals you're right they had a big run there um yeah man uh he is currently though uh an assistant advisor to kyle dubas so he's still gonna be sitting on the least payroll there uh good on the organization for keeping him around it's been a class act so that's pretty good uh one last little thing here joel you might not know this ryan you might have seen this floating around here Former referee Tim Peel has been being an absolute fucking piece of shit on Twitter. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> Tim Peel. He's been he was the guy that got fucking what was it? Uh, he had to resign from refing or some shit because he got yeah, caught on a hot mic giving a penalty bullshit. away. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Uh, well, he's had some not so nice things to say about Nazem Kadri, and this is kind of you know <laughs> this is kind of selfish of me, but I've been making a bit of a vendetta to tweet some shit about Tim Peel for the past couple weeks. Uh, I got a couple good tweets here. Number one, Tim Peel squats to pee. Uh, hashtag NHL, hashtag Stanley Cup. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Tim Peel puts milk in his in this bowl before his cereal. Uh, hashtag NHL, hashtag Stanley Cup. Uh, what else do I got here? I got Tim Peel buys his kids Mega Blocks instead of Lego. Hashtag NHL, hashtag Stanley <laughs> Cup. And to finish it off, I got what, Tim what, Peel. Wait, wait. What did he, what did he say about Kadri? I used to just being a dick saying that, you know, he hurt Bennington on purpose and all this shit and he should be suspended and all this. Um, to wrap it up, I got Tim Peel thinks The Matrix Revolutions is the best movie in the series. Uh, so fuck that guy. Fuck Tim Peel. If you guys got any other shitty things to Tim Pe- or say about Tim Peel, tell it in the Slack. I'll make sure to tweet it at him. Uh, fuck that guy, man. Well, I thought that he fuck got him. fucked over with that whole game management thing. Like, he, he just got caught in a hot bike and he had to pay for it. So that's, He's that's like, I got to give you a penalty. I gave them one. I got to give you one. It's like, well, well, you, you don't have to, but I mean, okay. Uh, uh, that, that, that shit goes on all the time, though. It yeah, but you don't got to say it. He's the one in the hot mic. Uh, Everybody knows. He's like, a, like the fuck. sacrificial lamb. Good. Fuck this guy. Nah. Joel has a Tim Peel poster on his wall, apparently. Yeah, Joel fucking played with Mega Bloks instead of Lego, too. And Joel squats to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That covers our NHL news and discussion. Uh, we're going to jump into a little bit of a Western Conference final, a little preview here. Obviously, it's just the one series. We'll, we're going to go through an Eastern Conference final preview maybe on Wednesday's show. Uh, I think we already know who's going to be there, but uh, the, that game between uh, Carolina and New York is technically still on, so we'll cover that then. But jumping into the Western Conference Finals, Game 1 is on Tuesday at 8 p.m. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Colorado. Uh, Edmonton on the money line sitting at plus 155. Edmonton on the puck line, minus 155. Colorado money line, minus 175. Colorado on the puck line, plus 175. That's kind of a spicy odd. Uh, the over-under sitting at 6.5. Overpaying off, minus 140. The under, plus 120. Series odds is Edmonton at plus 200 to win and Colorado, minus 250. Uh, Jolie, why don't you uh, take this one away for us here, bud? 
Uh, well, we saw that the Blues were plus 300 or better against the Avs. So straight away, I'm just uh, mystified by this price here with the Oilers at only plus 200. Uh, I don't think that there's a full dollar difference between those teams. Um, if anything, I would favor the Blues against the Oilers in the series. I mean, I understand why the Oilers would be favored given the public money on McDavid and uh, how good they've looked in these playoffs, at least, or at least against the Flames. They don't look so good against the, the Kings. Um, so, yeah, that that's a bit confusing to me. I mean, uh, you'd think that there would be value in the Oilers, uh, but a plus 200, it, it's 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 very weak for me. I don't, I don't think that that's uh, a true reflection of the difference between the teams. So, I mean, it's just tempting me to put more money in the Avalanche. I mean, I'm already heavy on them, but uh, uh, it's just it's just begging me to do that because uh, the, the, it's just a, a huge disparity between these teams. I I mean, uh, Kemper has has lost all my faith based on the performance against the Blues there. Uh, he was good against the Preds, I guess, for the most part, but uh, uh, the Blues uh, put so many soft goals against him. Uh, and then there was that one that one play in Game 6 where Josh Manson totally bailed him. I don't know what the fuck Josh Kemper was doing. He skated all the way to his <laughs> left. He was like way out of the goal. I don't know what he was trying to do. Total hero mode, but uh, luckily the... Blues player uh, just hit it against Josh Manson, so that could have been this, uh, the series right there, to be honest, or at least send it back to Denver. So yeah, I have zero faith in Kemper, but it is Mike Smith going against him, and who knows with him. We know his playoff record is actually pretty good. Uh, he's Somehow he's number two in the history of the NHL in terms of save percentage with the minimum of 40 games played. So that's going to be a bit concerning. But uh, we also saw the goal he let in against uh, Rasmus Anderson from 132 feet away. So, uh, yeah, it's very hot and cold with Mike Smith. Um, so goaltending, <laughs> who the fuck knows? I'd get advantage to Mike Smith there. But everything else, it's the abs all the way. I mean, even though Sammy G on the back end, uh, we got Bowen Byron, who's just been an absolute monster in, in, this, in the stepping up for him. Yeah, against the Blues there on the third or the second pairing. Um, Devon Taves and Bakar should do a good enough job against the Oilers' first line. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Bedna rolls out the, the Avs' first line against the Oilers' first line and kind of cancel it out because after that, the, the Avs' depth is, is much better than the Oilers' depth. So uh, it's just a matter of getting those second, third, fourth lines going against weaker opposition. So, uh, yeah, minus 250 here for the Avs, I think, uh, is, is this the side. I mean, I'm not I'm trying to be uh, a homer here, but, uh, you know, I was betting the freaking Blues there because it was plus 315 sometimes, plus 335 in the games there, plus, uh, uh, plus 160, plus 180. Um, so I saw value in the Blues, but I do not see value in the Oilers here. I know that everyone loves McDavid, and he's been a king. He's been playing awesome in the second round there, especially. And he's been back-checking, too. So he's playing the whole 200-foot game. But uh, the Avs are just a better team altogether. And McKinnon is on a mission. And, of course, there's still the, the injured drive saddle to worry about for them, too. So uh, give me the Avs. Minus one and a half in the series. Minus 110. And also give me the over, though. Ed. <laughs> over six and a half and minus 140. I don't believe in either goaltender right now, and uh, I, but I, bo- I believe in both teams' offenses. So I think there will be seven goals plus in this game. So, uh, yeah, half series, minus one and a half, and uh, over six and a half in the first game. 
Great breakdown there by Joel. I don't think you're being really a homer whatsoever. This line to me is very confusing as well. I mean, no. Avalanche. <laughs> Sorry, you say what? wasn't being a homer, so I had to say no. Oh, I, I, I thought I thought I thought I thought I had a mic issue there or something. But I understand. <laughs> the Abs only being being minus two fifty is kind of surprising to me. They they they're the best team in the West for a reason. I think that Joel said pretty much everything. I was going to say here, I think the big thing for me is is just the mentioning of the, the team's depth. You look at the Avs top six, no matter what, what combination they're in, I, I kind of trust them to have two pretty good lines there between Landis, Gog, McKinnon, Lekkonen, stepping up, Nachuskin, Kadri, and Rantanen. But then the Oilers, you need, I mean, their their top line right now is Kane, McDavid, Dreisaitl. And after that, they have Hyman, Nugent Hopkins, Pujarvi, who Hyman can be good with, with McDavid or Kane can maybe be good with McDavid, but if if they can stop that one line, it's gonna be gonna be really tough for those uh, Oilers deaf players to, to step it up. Even even if Kemper is playing soft, this is this is the the deepest team McDavid has gone against. He hasn't seen defensemen like McCarr, who has that have that speed. Taves, uh, Gerard's a big loss there, but but Bo Byram's been step, stepping in great for him. So I think the Avs have the the speed and depth of the Flames, and also the the defense of the Kings that that, that caused the trouble for the Oilers. So I also like the Avs here in the series. I think the spread minus one ten is great. Um, I like game one and to win the series at minus 105, just to get five more cents there. But I also do like uh, over six and a half in game one at minus 140. I, I take over seven at plus, mo- plus money as well. I think both of these teams can easily score three or four goals and get another high scoring game one in the books. All right. These boys definitely did an awesome breakdown. There's not much more I can add to it. Uh, personally, uh, I myself, I'm kind of on Edmonton in the first game here, man. I think this is another one of these cases where everybody's just counting out the Oilers and they're pumping up Colorado. Well, I've been doing that myself all playoffs long, and the Oilers have came back to shove it up my hoop here. So I'm uh, I'm going to take a little fire on Edmonton money line plus 155 on the first game. I still do think Colorado's going to take this series, and I think they're going to take it uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, Colorado minus 1.5 on the series, minus 110. I think all three of us are on that. I uh, do agree with it. Um, although I'm going to take, again, maybe I'm just being dumb in game one. I'm going to take another flyer on the under here at 6.5 plus 120. This screams like it's going to be a goal fest. You got shit goaltending. You got top tier players, McDavid and McKinnon, arguably the first and second best, first and third best player in the entire league. Um, so it should be goals, but 6.5 is a lot of goals, man. Maybe, uh, maybe this is a bit of a feel out game here for these two teams. I think the last time they did play in the regular season, it was a 4-2 win for Edmonton. Not that that really means much because it is playoffs. Um, 4-2? Yeah, I think it was 4-2, wasn't it? Wasn't that in April? It was. No. It was. Uh, it was 6-3, but the, but the two games before that were uh, 2-1 in a shootout and 3-2 in overtime. Okay. Both. But the Avs won the 6-3 game, right? Well, 6-3. No, so for- or- Oilers won 6-3. Yeah, we'll oh, reduce but, your fractions but, four two. So uh, that was that was after the Avs have already had already clinched the top seed. So I don't know if I put too, put too much stock into that. All right. Well, I'm still going to take the under here. I got a feeling it's going to be a little bit tighter than a lot of folks are saying. Still going to take the Oilers. Still going to take Colorado in the series though. Minus one point five, uh, paying off minus one ten. You know, this is everybody's talking here. McKinnon, McDavid. You know, fuck. What are you going to do? You got Mike Smith. You got Darcy Kemper. But to me, do you know where the real matchup is here, boys? The real fucking matchup is Nazem Kadri versus Zach Hyman. That's why I'm watching this series. That's what I got my eyes up for. These are the Get superstars. The fuck this is the superstars. Kadri versus Hyman. This is the Kadri versus Hyman series. I'm excited to see how it all plays out. Uh, I'm going to be very much so looking forward to that. And I know you guys are too.
Enjoy Cad here when he goes to Boston yeah. next season. Hey, uh, he's coming. To, yeah. He's coming to Philly, dude. No, I was talking to my buddy at work. There is zero fucking reason for anybody to want to go to Philly. All right, Barry Trotz, Nazem Kadri. Why the fuck would anybody want to go to Philly? <laughs> Johnny Gaudreau too. They're gonna give gritty belly rubs or what? <laughs> Talent. If 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 you actually like the Oilers in Game One and Abs in the series, you can get o- Oilers to win Game One and Abs win the series at plus three fifty. Fuck yeah, so that's bad, the play right there. there. There and that and that's not even, that's just uh, Colorado outright. That's not even spread. Yeah. But fuck yeah, I like that plus three fifty. Fucking everybody, do what Ryan says. He's smarter than me. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. Uh. Series spreads here too. We kind of overlooked them. Colorado minus one point five is paid off minus one ten. You don't have three that I'll have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Edmonton plus one point five minus one ten as well. Listeners. It's there. It's there <laughs> if you want to find it. You can look it up. One more, uh, thing, one more thing. One more okay, thing. Jay, Jay, Wood, Jay Woodcroft is uh, turning into one hell of a coach. I mean, he's got these Oilers team. Uh, they were one of the best teams going into the playoffs. And uh, just watching him during his press conferences. I, I remember watching, uh, you know, CBC or Sportsnet after the game and waiting to see what uh, Daryl Sutter has to say. You know, he's always good for uh, a laugh. But uh most of the time, it's Jay Woodcock going on, and he's actually a really sharp coach, and uh, he knows what to say. And yeah, I was just really impressed with the way that he uh, communicated and uh, shows that he really understands the game of hockey. So I think the Oilers have a very good coach there, and he reminds me of Jared Bednar in a way. So uh, this is like uh, very two similar teams going against each other right now in the way they're structured. It's just a matter of uh, the Alps just have way more defensive depth. And uh, offensive depth, too. But mainly on the defense. The Oilers have Nurse, who's just uh, a forward playing defense most of the time. And, uh, and Tyson Berry and Bouchard. Uh, it's not good there for the Oilers' defense. And the yeah, Avs really have an advantage there. But uh, point is, very two similar teams here in terms of uh, philosophical uh, approach uh, based on their coaches. So, um, yeah, I just want to give a little bit of credit to Jay Woodcroft. I think the Oilers are going places. That's uh, that's definitely worth mentioning, man. The guy's been a hell of a coach, that's for sure. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens in their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. 
Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world, world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, uh, boys, you know what time. Oh, fuck, I wish we had a little song for this. It's time for the fucking HGP Puck Buck Challenge, Hockey Gaming Podcast Puck Buck Challenge. We're going to jump right into it here. Uh, currently available bankroll for myself. I have 373 Puck Bucks and 70 Puck Cents. Uh, Joel or Ryan has 661 Puck Bucks and 25 Puck Cents, with 25 Puck Bucks currently at risk. Uh, Jolie's running away with it. He's got 434 puck bucks and 64 puck cents with 410 puck bucks at risk on future bets. Joel, why don't you tell the people some of your future puck buck picks here? Well, unfortunately, uh, some of them are going to go down in flames here with the Hurricanes losing to the Rangers, uh, such as the Canes to win the Cup, Canes win the Conference. I had 25 and 35 on those, uh, respectively. Uh, but other than that, Looking pretty good here. We got the abs to win the Stanley Cup. I uh, bought uh, 75 bucks uh, plus 325 on that. Oilers to win the Western Conference, 30 bucks plus 900 on that. I told you I believe in the Oilers, man. I knew that their feet beat the fucking Flamers, man. I hate that team and their fucking chokers. Fucking Goudreau, get out of here. He doesn't belong in Western Canada. We're a bunch of tough guys over here, okay? Uh, he's not one of us. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, next, I got uh, Kale McCarter, Wincon Smythe, 10 bucks, uh, plus 1500. Headman, Wincon Smythe, 5 bucks, plus 2500. Nathan McKinnon, 20 bucks, plus 500. And Sebastian Aho, that's not looking good now, but 10 bucks, plus 2800. And uh, what else do I got here? The Avs win the Western Conference, 75 bucks, minus 115. And also 85 bucks, minus 125. So double down there. And I think the last one is. Lightning to win the Stanley Cup, 40 bucks a plus 260. So I got a whole bunch invested. This is how you 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 manage a bankroll when you're dealing with these future bets here. Uh, uh, Talon, who has literally nothing <laughs> left. <laughs> Bro, you want to talk to me about managing bankroll? I got something cooking. Just you wait. All right. <laughs> All right. Go through your uh, go through your new bets for this week, Joel. All right. So uh, for this uh, next round here, we're going with the. Avalanche series winner, minus one and a half and minus one ten. Put forty five bucks on that. Uh, forty five puck bucks. Yes. Yeah, bucks. yeah, yeah. I caught boy. myself. It's okay. <laughs> um it's just I don't think that the the oilers are a, a full dollar worse than the blues. And the, the blues are 
plus 300 or, or even better there and the oil generally plus 200 so that doesn't make much sense to me i think they might be protecting his public money betting on mcdavid um uh, so that's that's what i'm going there i think the abs do win that game in five or six or the series in five or six and uh next up we're going atlantis got top score in that series uh plus 700 seven to one uh ten bucks on that uh Rantanen has been a fucking clown he just falls over the ice all the time he doesn't do anything he just stands there with a stick like a freaking idiot he can't skate <laughs> i don't know if he's hurt but he's not playing well so there's that lannis is the only one playing hard ever since he came off his surgery he's been the hardest guy going him and arturi lekkinen uh those guys have been the, the best skaters but of course lannis playing on that top line so i like him with the value there at seven to one to be the top scorer uh you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the flyer. I'm gonna add a little bit more on McKinnon here at plus five fifty for the top score. Uh, one of those two guys are gonna be the top score in the series, I believe, as long as Kemper doesn't turn into a total pumpkin. So we're gonna go on Atlantis Gog, plus seven hundred, ten bucks, and McKinnon plus five fifty, ten bucks. And uh, finally we got the Avs Oilers over six and a half in game one, minus one forty, thirty-five puck bucks on that. Uh, I think it's a high-scoring series, so uh, there's a good chance we'll see seven goals plus. I don't believe in either goalie right now, and I do believe in both offenses. And, um, yeah, the Oilers' defense could let in six or seven on their own. So over six and a half, minus 140, 35 puck bucks. I got some similar bets here as well. I'm taking the Avs to win game one in this series at minus 105 for 105 puck bucks. Also going with Avs, minus one and a half games at minus 110 puck bucks. Or minus one ten for fifty five puck bucks. There, I think the Avs are definitely the better team. There's there's good value there on this series spread as well as the game one and series. Um, I'm gonna take Sprinkle Colorado to win the series in six games at plus three seventy five for twenty five puck bucks. Uh, series top score I hit on Kadri last series, taking him again here plus twelve hundred for five puck bucks. Also gonna hit up uh, Valerie Nishuskin for five puck bucks at plus sixteen hundred. Then in game one, I'm going to take the over six and a half at minus 140 for 35 puck bucks. All right. Uh, for myself, what did you say earlier? Was Edmonton to win game one and Colorado to win the series? I was like plus 335 or some shit. Plus 350 for that. Plus 350. Okay, I'm taking that. I was originally only going to do Edmonton money line game one, but fucking might as well go big on that. I really think uh, you're going to keep it close. Maybe sneak out that first win and Colorado should take the series. So I'm going to put 15 buck bucks down on that one. And, boys, I was talking about throwing the heat. Fucking, I'm winding up. I'm fucking Justin Herbert. I'm ready to throw a bomb. Better yet, I'm Zach Wilson of BYU. I'm throwing a bomb. I'm throwing the fucking heat. We got none other than Edmonton Oilers, fucking captain, best player in the world, fucking Connor McFuck, God McDavid, anytime goal scorer in game one at plus 125. And how many puck bucks am I risking? How many puck bucks, boys? 169 puck bucks and 97 puck cents on fucking Carter McDavid to be anytime goal scorer game one of this fucking series. 169 puck bucks, 97 puck cents. You know why? 169 puck bucks? Because, of course, 97 puck cents. That's his number, baby. Let's fucking go. Carter McFuck God David, anytime goal scorer game one. Fucking Edmonton Oilers money line plus three fifty, as well as Colorado winning the series together, fifteen puck bucks. That's fucking go. It's comeback season. I'm on the Oilers, but not really. Colorado to win the series on the Oilers on game one. 
Okay. Okay, that's the HGP Puck Buck Challenge for this episode. <laughs> Kane's going to get four goals and four Yo, assists from McDavid. For like, real, though. Right? Something stupid. Like, yeah, for real. He'll make fuck me. That's how that's going to go. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else you want to add here before we wrap up, gentlemen? Rangers just went up 4 nothing, so that's oh, like it's going to be a, a Rangers-Lightning Eastern Conference final there. Dude, that sucks so much. Um all right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Uh, every All the cool sports, man. Hockey playoffs are ripping. Basket, NBA is in its finals. Um, what else? MLB has got 9 million games left in the season, so tons of coverage for there. Uh, NASCAR is doing its thing. Golf is kicking ass. Um, MMA is doing its thing. Uh, USFL, awesome. My boy Kyle Slaughter got it in an overtime for New Orleans Breakers. That was sick. Uh, so USFL content's off the chart. Low-key, uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network, the boys doing the USL or USFL coverage, they're probably the best coverage of the USFL that there is. These guys are absolutely killing it. So if you're looking for some coverage, you're at the right place there. Uh, go check out the website. Uh, and of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group's been popping off, man. It's been an absolute blast. Even not just hockey, you know, there's always good conversations going about there. Ryan was touching about it earlier. Uh, shout out to my boy, Jong Lee, for uh, for pumping the tires on Fringe. Sick TV show. Uh, fuck yeah. Get your ass in the Slack. If you're not in the Slack, you're missing out on money and you're missing out on some good times, baby. So get your ass in the Slack. It's absolutely free. Uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network slack yeah make sure you leave us a uh, five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast if that's on apple you can go to sg.pn slash hockey spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s and uh follow us on twitter as well at hockey sgpn we're uh giving away some stickers so if you want a, a nice hockey gun podcast sticker just uh hit us up there my, myself uh talon or the twitter account we'll get one sent out to you so d- definitely check that out of course of course um all right everybody that uh the rest of the show my name is talon jenkins you can find me on twitter at talon underscore jenkins 94 i'm ryan gilbert you can find me on twitter at r gilbert sop i'm joel mine you'll find me pouring one out for the parody of the nhl because it looks like the tepe lightning are on their way to winning three straight <laughs> stanley cups <laughs> nobody can stop these guys the rangers are gonna get fucked in the next round <laughs> Former Leaf Zach Bogosian, baby. Let's go, Lightning. Peace.